This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and today, let's just jump right into the show. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. How much has real estate appreciated in 20 years? By Andrew Sirios. Anyone who spends any time perusing bigger pockets is well aware that it's good to own real estate. Yes, there are downturns like the 2008 financial crisis, but for the most part, real estate goes up in value and provides all sorts of other financial benefits. Indeed, as the visual capitalist notes in a recent analysis, at the turn of the century, the average U.S. home value was $126,000. Today, that figure is at a record high, $259,000, a 106% increase in just two decades. Of course, those prices have not been consistent from place to place. Indeed, the other thing anyone who peruses bigger pockets is well aware of is that, with real estate, it's all about location, location, location. Charting Home Price Appreciation Across the United States The Visual Capitalist also put together some very cool charts based on Zillow data to show how the 500 biggest U.S. housing markets fared over the last 20 years. As can be seen, the city's property values generally move together, but there is plenty of variation from place to place. Interestingly enough, there were more than twice as many cities that were below the national average, 356, than those above it, 144. It shouldn't be too much of a shock to see which ones came out on top. The biggest gains in the entire United States were found in Madera, California, and San Jose and San Francisco rose impressively too, with 235% and 219% appreciation respectively. Indeed, the West Coast was well ahead of the rest of the country. Clearly, a large part of this was the tech boom that began in the early aughts and was centered in California, 
With California's recent struggles and the large numbers of people leaving cities like San Francisco, it will be interesting to see if these trends can continue or will begin to falter. On the other side of the coin, the Rust Belt has fared poorly. Prices grew the slowest in Detroit and Chicago, and Illinois, Michigan, and Ohio were the bottom three states. Of course, many of these cities were also much better cash flow markets than coastal cities like Los Angeles and New York. They are also generally much more affordable for investors with limited funds. So not all is lost in the Rust Belt, although many areas are ones I would be quite cautious about investing in. Flint, Michigan, for example, not only went down in value, but it did so with 20 years of inflation. The United States certainly has a lot of problems right now, as does the world. At the same time, the real estate market appears irrationally hot. With these points merit caution, the charts that you can see at biggerpockets.com should also make clear how powerful investment in real estate can be in the long term. Remember, a 106% increase is only what you would make if you bought properties for all cash. If you got loans for 75%, your return would be four times that, or 424%. Of course, leverage comes with risk, but that can be mitigated by buying right and getting equity right off the bat. Once you've done that, the appreciation will eventually kick in. And that's where the real wealth from real estate comes from. All right, another Thursday episode done and dusted. If you're getting something out of this, please let us know. The best way to do that is to leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us improve the show. And five-star ratings help us climb the charts and reach more people with this valuable information. Thanks for doing that. And I'll see you tomorrow right here in the same place.